Welcome to the Property Experts Podcast, where you'll find open conversations, no bullshit attitudes, and deep dive insights from award-winning property developers and business owners, Ben Richards and Jack Jiggins. Together, they've delivered over 40 million in gross development value over the last five years and have a pipeline of over 25 million to deliver in the next 18 months. They've built numerous other seven-figure businesses with six-figure net profits around their property ecosystem, and it's by no means been an easy ride. So on this podcast, they'll share their weekly trials and tribulations running multiple businesses, giving you never-before-seen insights into the inner workings of finding, funding, designing, delivering, and selling award-winning property deals, together with golden nuggets of advice through the five key areas of any business, marketing, sales, operations, finance, and talent. If you're a young entrepreneur looking to get started or have a small team, but you're looking to scale your business to the next level, this is the No Bullshit Podcast for you. Hello and welcome everyone. You are tuning in for yet another Live at Five XP Property and XP Property Group Expose Friday where we go through everything that we've been working on in our several businesses this week. To give you a bit of an overview of our businesses, if you haven't joined us before, it's XP Property Development Business, XP Surveys, Medit Building and Topographical Surveying Business, Central Streets Property Management and Lettings Business and Aura Architecture uh, based in Clapham, obviously an architectural practice. Ben's just tapping away because we've got a lot of exciting things to be sharing with you on this Friday. And please do make sure that you share and put some questions in whatever platform you're in. We get questions from YouTube, from Facebook, from Instagram. Make sure you put them in because we can see them. And hopefully we can give you valuable answers because the people that have asked some questions before have been thoroughly enjoying the questions that we've been putting through. So without further ado, I think we'll dive straight into it. And getting straight into deal-heavy territory, or are we going to show a bit of a summary first, then? Yeah, we'll do a little bit of a summary when I had not figure out where I'm at. The first port of call is, number one, we were meant to exchange on our latest development today. So, Jack, if you want to... So, we've been quietly working away on a development in West Drayton. For you that don't know where that is, that's West London, just inside the M25, um, near Heathrow. So we're buying a solicitor's office on the high street with another developer. A big shout out to Jay, who's coming in with us on that one. Um, we agreed an exchange delay completion of four months. And on Monday marks the fourth month that we need to complete on the purchase. So we are buying a site for a joint venture or investing partner. Have done all of your paperwork a day or two before. So that it's just a case of drawing down the funds. And normally funds can take 24 hours to draw down, depending on how large the payments are. So today, everything was signed, sealed, delivered before midday, went off to the bank so that we can complete in a timely manner on Monday without any issues. So definitely stay ahead of that. So West Trayton, as a bit of detail, it's an old solicitor's office that we're buying actually directly off a trust that owned it, which was this listing firm. You can see it there on the top left-hand corner. Um, it's actually called the old chapel because you guessed it, it's an old chapel, not listed. The building itself has been used for decades as two retail units. You can see the retail unit on the left hand side on the shut, roll of shutter doors and quite a large sort of three, three and a half thousand square foot office space. Um, we're buying it unconditionally off the owner and we have a planning application that's currently in for six apartments. So we're converting the office to six apartments. Um, and we're keeping the retail units. Some other good news that we've had really in the last two weeks is 
a lot of people might be able to resonate with this, specifically residential developers, is the commercial aspect of some buildings can be a riskier part of the site. Can we let it? Is it possible to let coming onto our building in Spencer's with Leighton uh, today? But that can be quite a big risk for a residential developer. We haven't even bought the site yet. We've got two leases in place on 10-year full repairing leases that someone to take each space on, which is really good news. And we're going to come into the site with a great covenant and rental income on both the retail units so that we're armed with our conversion to six flats and another commercial unit at the front. So stay tuned for that deal. Completion Monday, hopefully planning soon, and we'll be cracking on with that as soon as we do. Just to give you a bit of an idea of how we funded that, we have gone with a purchase lender called Gladehawk um, that we bought the site with. We didn't want to get development facility yet because we haven't got full planning consent that we wouldn't capitalise on the new value. So we will then trade that in for a development facility. And we also bought that with a joint venture equity partner on this deal. And so that's how we funded it. I think we're probably ready to get a little picture up to move on to the company match then. Yep. Okay. So Colney Hatch Lane, which we've discussed in the past, um, it is this stunning property here in number two. So basically last week we said we had a planning officer meeting. So they had a couple of queries on the scheme that they wanted to talk through with us. And fundamentally Monday afternoon, we had a conversation with the planning officer. So we've got two applications running in tandem on this scheme. It's currently two large HMOs, pair of semis, two and a half thousand square feet each. And we have submitted one application to extend to the rear, to the side, and into the basement level to create two large executive family homes. So the sort of thing that's three million pounds each, um, GDV of circa six million. And the second application is the same envelope, pretty much the same design, but to convert the space into nine flats. And um, our preference would be the nine flat scheme in terms of the one that we would build out because it is the higher of the GDBs. We've spoken to a couple of agents locally to get their input, which I would recommend everyone does. And fundamentally, the feedback was that the better scheme to put forward and take to build um, would be the nine-unit scheme. There's pros and cons of each. The houses, you know, you've only got two properties to sell, but they're at a higher value. So, you know, that comes with risk. And nine units, obviously, they're each individually at a lower price point, but there's more of them to sell. So there's just some sort of pros and cons of each. Build costs are slightly cheap with the family homes because you've not got as much fire and acoustic requirements to go through. You've got less kitchens, less bathrooms than the nine unit scheme. So these are the types of things that we weigh up as de developers. The feedback basically from the planning authority, we had the planning officer from both the two unit scheme and the nine unit scheme on the call, which was great. And we kind of feel like that was only the case because Friday last week, we made a complaint to a local MP. So the local MP seemed to have shot a rocket up their asses and we had them on a call literally, you know, the week after saying, you know, it's not, we've just had a few issues changing systems internally. Um, you know, we're happy to jump on a call and discuss our concerns. And fundamentally, they just wanted us to make a few tweaks. So they thought the rear elevation, which you're looking at now, is a bit too monolithic and too top heavy. And we are in the background now breaking up and trying to review options to split that sort of um, massing of metal cladding at the top half of brick and trying to just separate that massing a little bit at the rear. They wanted us to reduce the side dormers by a meter in terms of length and make a few changes on the security of the access requirements. So that was really it. Um, nothing that is impossible for us to change. We've said we will go away and make those updates to the package. 
the planning officer has very kindly said that he would review our changes to the rear elevation before um, we finally submit our preference just to give a bit of a you know if we present him three options and he said i like this one and that's the one that we put forward because we know that it's likely to get approved so those are the conversations that we've been having with the planning officer this week on colony hatch lane number three sunset court so the scaffolding is down and i will hopefully show you well, look, Dad and I, we've just finished one of the points of, that i'm going to be sharing today is we just finished our company review which is where we get all of the groups of companies so xp survey density property central suites for our architecture all together in a room and we just talk about where we are where we're going where we've been just so everyone's taking off the same sheet so we're currently in a pub in Tenerife that has a private room and they've decided to turn the lights down a bit. So if you can't see our faces, that's why. <laughs> but you shouldn't be looking at our faces anyway. You should be looking at the deal to all the gritty info. Um, we've got a question from James. Quite a good timing, actually, James, while Ben pulls together Sunset Court. Is how would you find the tenants for a commercial element of West Straighton? Really, really good question. And we, we will actually go into a bit more detail about commercial tenanting later when we talk about Spencer's Wood. But I can give you the answer on that. So when we take on, this is actually a really key information for anyone buying a building that needs full planning from a commercial building to a residential building, that's full planning, not permitted development. When we were buying the site, we don't want to risk the council to turn around in the full planning application and tell us that the asset is a community asset or it's not fit for change or it's in demand. So what we do on commercial buildings is we put a billboard sign up to let the building and we run a marketing campaign from as soon as we physically can to start that click rolling so that we, when we submit planning, we've got a bit of a backstory that there's not been that many inquiries to commercial. So we instructed a agent to put a board up and market the whole office space as is. And what we also did with that estate agent, it said that we've got these two retail units. One of them is occupied, one of them is vacant. Uh, we want to re-sign with the occupied lease. I did that directly, so I know it's not sound cheap, but to say good agents be, the tenants there, all we need to do is agree terms and get them into legals. So we did that with the existing tenant on a rentalized 10-year full-pairing lease in our beauty salon. But the other unit was vacant. But because they're on West Street and High Street, we had so much demand. We held, we held one viewing day and had three offers over asking. And it was more a case of just picking who we wanted rather than whether it left. So the second unit was left by the agent of that's BWP. They're a Henley-based commercial agent. If you haven't checked them out, please check them out. They actually operate in the office next door to XD Property. So we know them really, really well. Cool. Good stuff. Hopefully I can now share some footage from the Sunset Court site in Princess Risborough. So carpet day was last week, which is, as all you sort of developers know, is when a development starts looking like a development and not a construction site. Why is that there? There we go. Let's go through now, yeah? Is it being oh, right? It's interesting. It's just being really laggy. Um, so scaffolding's down. You can see the new builds, houses, carpet. The finishes and fittings are pretty much there. We've got to do a bit of snagging for the new builds. But I actually haven't been to site for about two weeks. So I'm looking forward to going next week and seeing the progress. We've got a four-piece bathroom suite in the houses. These are on for £425,000 each. They've both got garden space and a dedicated parking space with an EV charger. Big kitchen, open plan kitchen living spaces. Downstairs loo, understairs cupboard. And they are currently on the market. There's just some final snagging to do on them. And we're super excited to have those finished. The flats, which have been um, part of an office conversion into four flats, 
is 95% complete. We're waiting on some final sign-off from planning um, and the landscaping in the next week or so will be completed. So we've got boundary treatment walls going up. We've got railings going in, planting and some reconstituted brick stone paviors in the parking area. So yeah, super excited about this one. Uh, We are launched to market and the viewings are starting to roll in quite considerably now that it's fully finished or almost fully finished and people can start to see it as a home rather than a construction site. So watch this space. Hopefully we have some sales offers coming through. If you're excited by some of the property developments or investments that we talk about on this show and want to know more about investing £100,000 or more with XP, email info at xpproperty.co.uk to set up a call with one of our team. We can discuss our open investment opportunities and provide you with our track record details showing with complete transparency our historic performance project by project and how you could be part of our growing pipeline of developments. If anyone wants to find more about that deal, ask us a question, but also in some of the previous videos, we talked about how we secured that. That was an on-market deal. Uh, we should um, achieve an in excess of 26% return on GDP, and that's a fully consented site on the open market. Some comments here from James, loving those little bespoke shelves in the bedroom roof pitches. We, yeah, thank you for that. We thought that it's a terrible use of space, so we make it a pretty good use of space. And thanks to Alex as well, it's great guys. Cool, on next is my lovely dog. Really long story short, he is a little bit of a terror. So Cheddar is an adopted rescue dog from California. He's a Catahoula leopard breed type, and he basically runs around only in the office space. But this week, he decided to treat us by pulling an integrated toilet roll holder out of the brickwork because he wanted to do a little cute Andrex puppy play, and that very much went wrong. What we've learned is he's definitely too rambunctious and big for the office. If you don't want to be on Instagram, you might not have seen Cheddar so much. So for anyone out there that hasn't seen Cheddar, um, that's Cheddar. We need some in the office. So next is Mippin. Um, for those that don't know what Mippin is, it's pretty much the largest real estate event in Europe. And it's happening from the 13th to the 17th of March. So in two weeks time, Jack and I will be heading over to Cannes in the south of France and to spend three days networking and meeting new funders, new investors, new developers, new contractors, anyone in the real estate space that could be there, will be there. And it's something that we've never done before. So it's super exciting. If you are going, drop us a direct message, comment below, let us know if you want to meet up because, you know, we've got downtime. Our calendars are getting booked up pretty sharpish, but we're looking to meet new new contacts, widen our network and find new investment partners. We've got a lot of projects in the pipeline, which if you tune into this, you'll know about. Yeah, we always like to widen our network and meet new people. So do get in touch if you're going. We considered sending Mippin and Myerton next year. Thanks, John. Well, let's hope you do go next year and we can let you know what it was like this year. Cool. On to the business box in Spencer's Woods. This is development we bought nearly four years ago, I believe, which was a existing mixed-use building that had four studios, seven really small offices and four storage units in the rear. We managed to get planning permission to extend both the buildings into seven offices and seven apartments. We retained ownership of the site and we've been marketing the building since completion, which is probably going back about 16 months now on the residential and about 12 months ago, for example, for the commercial. 
Um, one of the reasons we wanted to bring this up is, you know, sort of putting uh, we had more viewing this year for office space than we did last year. Um, it's been all flexible working. We have quite flexible terms with our employees, but it's certainly picked up. I'd love to hear what I guess in the commercial office space. So something that was taking a little while to fill, we've got a really promising few weeks ahead of us to get it, you know, everything let out and fully complete. The seven offices we out, I think the remaining will Um So if they have office space in the M4 corridor, great access to the M4, in fact, um, then that we'd be welcome to hear from you. Yeah, so this next point is the reason that we're a little bit flustered and kind of not as well prepared for this as we normally are is because we just spent the last three hours with the wider XP group and all of the other suite of businesses that we run. So if you don't know that much about kind of who we are, Jack and I have been building businesses for the last five, six years, I guess, starting with Aura Architecture, which I started six years ago following working for the Berkeley Group. I, I quit there and started building an architectural practice. Um, Jack and I joined forces to start XP Property four and a half years ago. Um, at the same time, he started Central Suites with his brother. Um, we've since started XP Surveys and Aparo Social is a social housing portfolio that we've been building for the last two years and is currently on the market. Because we work in different areas, so the XP property office is in Henley-on-Thames and the Aura office is in Clapham in southwest London, there's not always a good opportunity to kind of see into the other businesses. So what we do every quarter or three times a year is get everyone together. So we had 15 people around the, the table that I'm sitting at and then another 15 people tuning in via Zoom from London, joining in to basically hear about all the things that were going on throughout the businesses. So more often than not, Oscar and Sam and Kyle, who have surveyed a property um, via XP surveys, that survey gets fed through to Aura. Aura designs the scheme for XP that they've just bought. And then some of the rental properties that XP Property deliver and hold get passed over to Central Suites from a property management perspective. So there's this whole ecosystem of businesses that we've got going. And it's great, we think, to bring everyone into that process within the businesses to give a good insight into everything else that's going on. So yes, we've spent the last three hours kind of doing that with the team and there's always good feedback in terms of how it helps them and give them a bit of satisfaction to see something that they've worked on actually go through that whole process from start to finish. I also think just to add on to that, you know, I, the way I learn is I want to know the, the full picture from a sort of bird's eye view before I delve down into the details. So if we've got this, you know, almost sausage machine of buy, design, um, well, buy, survey, design, develop, retain, if we've got that sausage machine of pipeline, it's really difficult to understand what that output needs to be or what that needs to look like. So it's good to give people a bird's eye view in our organisation so that they can understand where they fit within that role. But in addition to that, what I would say is when we first started up as a company and, you know, someone asked one of our team members what, you know, the group do, is we want to make sure that we're capitalising on that opportunity for our internal person in the company being able to translate what we do as a business as best they can. We found that came best from education and showing them everything that we're up to. So we look at now, for and then future and sort of get ideas. We, we have a pretty, we've had something like 14 pizzas around the table where we just chat about what we're doing and what we're up to. Yeah, it's something that I would definitely implore anyone who has teams to get them around for a sort of business strategy sessions, really get them buying into the vision of what you're trying to build. Um, we even go to the depths of talking about the, the individual financing across the board. So 
you know, the revenues that each company is bringing in, the profit margin that we're currently running at, you know, giving people an insight into all of that helps them visualize where it's going and they see themselves part of that growth. So yeah, something that we definitely get good feedback on. Uh, one thing that I brought up on here, you know, I mentioned that we're going to MIPIN. One of the big things that we want to get out of MIPIN is bigger network of investment and partners to work with going forward. This is a slide that we pulled together for some recent conversations we've been having with some equity partners, just showing them in terms of the previous history of what we've raised. So we've actually raised just over £5 million worth of equity investment across the projects that we've worked on. Um, that's been coupled with over £12.5 million of debt via sort of your challenger bank high street banks and looking forward into our sort of 24 month forecast our requirements are are even greater so you know, we've done 5.3 million in equity investment previously we're looking for 6.7 over the next 24 months and that will be coupled with 24 million of debt so if you are a lender if you have equity if you have money sitting around that you want to put into good use you know we have schemes available to invest in we'd love to hear from you do contact us and if you've got any questions about that either comment below or message us directly very good. Last point. Ben and I have been probably subscribed to businesses for sale pages for, for several years and we actually got banned from team and wives. But Ben and I always have uh, sort of sight on easier routes of scale or sensible creative ways that we could, you know, negate stagnant growth in business or whatever it may be. So Ben and I have actually been having preliminary conversations with two surveyor businesses that do the same thing that we do, but in a slightly different location with a slightly different technology how they achieve their product. They might use different types of kit or they might be at a different stage in their lifestyle if it's a director that's running the company. And I just thought it'd be good to put it out there that we're considering, you know, mergers, acquisitions, and, and we've had two positive conversations. We've got a proposal to the first firm, which didn't actually transpire into much, but these things always come back. We know that from property development. Um, we secured more sites on the second go than we had on the first, uh, or third or fourth, in all honesty. But we had a promising conversation this week with um, quite an aspirational surveying company that we're really keen to sort of nurse and see how we could potentially work together. And that, from our perspective, will help us negate quite a few of the struggling pains of growth, you know, spreading location, learning expertise, sharing expertise. And that's something that we've been looking at. So I'll be really keen to hear if any of our followers in here are engaged in virgin acquisitions of businesses. What I mean by that is buying and selling other businesses. One thing that is mostly attractive about those types of businesses is you can be really creative and almost build up a buyout financial plan for those types of businesses. But we've had positive conversation. It's something that's on our radar and we just wanted to share that from this week. Yeah, I think just to add to that, building Aura in the background, it's all been bootstrapped. There's been no investment, kind of external investment pumped into Aura. Um, and that's been a slow and pain, not painful, well, it's been painful at times. It's been a slow process. Um, where we want to get to with XP surveys is that level of growth, but faster. And one great way of doing that is to build in and buy in existing businesses that have operations, that have a team, that have a black book of existing clients. So effectively day one, you're making profit from day one instead of trying to build the systems yourself and growing a team yourself, which can be a slow and painful process. So yeah, mergers and acquisitions, I think is the natural progression for us as kind of business owners. Is something that neither of us have done, but it's definitely on our radar to help inject growth into our businesses. Just wanted to highlight something that I've been struggled to say that this growth has been painful. Sorry, kids, business is painful. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's very challenging and painful sometimes. Very true.
Fun fact. Yeah. I think actually that is really worth talking about a little bit more. Like I think people go to property education platforms and guidance and really expect within a year to be millionaires. And it's just not that easy. There's probably some unicorns out there that have achieved that sort of level of success within 12 months and hats off to you. But it's not going to happen for everyone. You have to really have the tenacity and self-belief to really go out and grab it because it's not going to sit there on a plate for you. You have to be personable. You have to build a team to help you achieve those goals that you're aiming for. And it is hard work. So yeah, if you're getting into business right now, if you're getting into property, don't expect it to be a walk in the park because you will be throw spanners left, right and center, and you'll have to do your best to dodge them and move forward. I think that's probably it for today. If there aren't any more questions, um, if you do any questions, do, do let us know. If you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, follow us across social media, um, please do hit that subscribe button, click like, share if you can, because you know, at the moment we're distributing this to our own network. We really want you guys that are watching week in, week out to share this if you think it's been valuable or if you think it can be valuable to other people, not necessarily just on the live stream, but even when it comes out of the live stream and just sits there in the various social media platforms, do share it with anyone that you think might get some value from it. So, And do feel free to push some topics into next week. We're here to help. We tune into lots of these types of things to educate ourselves and what we do. So if anyone's got any questions, just let us know. I think we're all wrapped up. We are. We're good to go. Thanks for listening, everyone. There you go. Speak to you next week. Cheers. These live Q&A episodes are all about helping you grow your business and build a property portfolio that provides financial wealth. If you have specific topics that you'd like us to discuss, make sure to comment on the platform you're listening on or email info at xpproperty.co.uk so that we can discuss your topic in future episodes. And if you found these conversations valuable for growing your business, make sure to click that follow button and we'd really love for you to tell just one person about us. Thank you.